Hello. Welcome to the Crush Monocle Podcast. I am your host, Coop, and I am joined today by my co-host. <laughs> Sorry. All right. No, just keep going. You already... oh, oh, okay, oh, we're going. That's right. Uh, who is my co-host? Nerds. Brought to you by Willy Wonka. Uh, hey, no, no corporate shout outs. We don't. <laughs> oh yeah, we don't do free sponsorships here. Unless they pay me, we don't pimp nothing here. Okay? Oh, pay you. Okay. Pay you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Unless they pay us, we don't pimp anything. <laughs> My co host is John. He is currently beating his face with stale Halloween candy. Yep. I had some nerds. They were delightful. Hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, what flavor nerds were those, John? Well, there's a pink box. Does it so even matter? No. All no. nerds taste the same. Yeah, they do. You could name them like piss poor lemon and they'd still taste like the stra- this here strawberry box. I, I would still eat them too. Yeah, exactly. Yep. They taste like cavities. As soon as, you... <laughs> <laughs> as, soon, as soon as you put nerds in your mouth, all your teeth start screaming in agony. Yeah, they're just like, no, no, candy. Yep, totally, totally. Well... <clears throat> uh, we're the Crush Monocle is a podcast where we talk about stuff, all mm-hmm. the stuff, all the stuff. And uh, Halloween month is over, so I don't have any more horror themed articles to talk about. But don't John, we... cl- John clearly still has Halloween candy, though. Yeah, I do. And look at how sad. Like I have a little Jason mural. You can kind of see it in the corner. See that I... like machete right there. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. So I have a mask and a machete and then like that picture that's been signed by the Friday thirteenth three girl. Oh and it's nice. all smushed. I need to like bring it break it out. Oh, that thing needs to be framed. I know it really <laughs> does. Um you know what I was thinking about November though? Hmm. So like so like everybody gets super hyped for Halloween, right? And then right. like Halloween season, all that stuff. And then, like, you have, like, all these movies you want to watch, but then sometimes you don't watch them, and then there's new movies that you want to watch that mm-hmm. are core, and you don't watch them, right? Right. I feel like November should be, like, dubbed, like, post-Halloween season or some shit like that. Yeah, it's kind you know of what I mean? wrap, like, like wrapping up all the loose ends. Yeah, you get, like, an extra 30 days, or I guess up until, like, Thanksgiving or something. Right. Where you well, get I to, mean, like, I mean, do all the I- Halloween shit you didn't get to do. Technically, you're being thankful that you had extra days to do all the <laughs> Halloween stuff. Yeah. So, like, I think we should start a movement that, like, November, at least the first, like, three weeks of November is, like, post-Halloween season. It's it's Halloween 2. <laughs> Halloween 2. Where they, where they um, bang next to a corpse and then get burnt in the jacuzzi. I hate that movie. The, the like the original Halloween two or whatever? yeah I don't like that movie why I, hate... I think it's good there's a few things I don't like about it um, okay go number ahead. one the first one I hate how Michael looks um, you hate it's... how he looks in the original no no I hate how he looks in Halloween how two to the original okay, okay gotcha. so check this out it's the same mask from part one physically literally the same mask right, right. but the guy playing him has a fatter head so he just stretches <laughs> the mask out. <laughs> <laughs> okay so okay. he looks horrible okay um second i hate that movie because um it's a slasher movie i like slasher movies but the first halloween movie isn't a slasher movie what is it what is the first halloween movie like a it's like a like a thriller a suspense okay. you know because it was okay. before slashers were out so okay, but like yeah. so halloween 2 is kind of like oh snap they're making all this money off something that we did so let's uh let's try to join in 
So when was Halloween two made? Uh, nineteen eighty or. or... And what slashes had come out in between then? Every slasher. Okay, every okay. So I'm just not (laughs) up on like when did Friday the 13th one drop? I should know this. Okay, okay, yeah, 80 or 81. Okay, so the original Halloween drops in like 78. Okay, 78. Okay, yeah. And so in between those two years was just like slasher nonstop, yeah, just nonstop because everybody wanted to be Halloween. Hmm. What's wrong with that? I mean, that's good, but I mean, Halloween is kind of above that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's like a smart slasher. Right. I mean, not that many people die in the first Halloween movie. No, no, like he only gets like three kills, I think, total. Yeah, there's like four or five, but there's like barely any blood either. Yeah, so he gets the nurse when he breaks out, right? Okay, so he gets the sister Mm -hmm. at the beginning. If you can count that, I mean, you kind of can't count it, but let's count it. Okay, well, it's his body count, technically. Okay, right? got it. Okay. All right. Okay, so he gets his sister. Mm-hmm. Th- then he gets a nurse on the way out of the psych ward, right? No, I think he just scares her. Okay. And throws her out of the car. Okay, okay. So he didn't get the nurse. So he gets right. he gets his sister. Then he gets uh, the girl that whistles all the time. Right. And then he gets the other, the other friend that's like banging Right, right, and her boyfriend, and her boyfriend. So that sets us at four. Right, that's it. Right, I think that's it. I think that's it. I don't think he gets anybody else. Yeah. Wow. Come on, Michael. See, not a slasher. <laughs> no, not really. No. But there's like 157 people, I think, in Halloween two that die. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you have to admit that, like. The, like, turning on the hot tub super high is cool. That's cool, but he doesn't get burned when he holds that lady under the water. Like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> He's indestructible, man. <laughs> that's true. He gets his eye shot out, too. Like, oh, shit, he does. Okay. okay, who gets shot in the eye? Like, But doesn't he get shot, out. like, point blank in the head at the end of the first one? No, he just gets shot six or oh, seven times. Oh, that's the Rob Zombie then... one. The Rob Zombie one, supposedly, is when she's like, pow. Shoots him in the face and then nothing yeah. happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. no, no, like, if you're going to shoot somebody in the head, in their eyes, first of all, he has to be a hell of a shot to shoot two dudes' eyes out, both of his eyes, okay? But what are you shooting with? Like, pea shooters? His eyes just bleed? <laughs> like, what kind of gun is that? It's like, so, you'd have your brains blown out if you got shot 10 feet from somebody, right? It's like a 22 or something. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> Stupid movie. Oh, God. Okay, so when we celebrate post-Halloween, we do not watch the original Halloween 2 because fuck that movie. Yeah. Okay, cool. Got it. It's okay. I mean, I'll allow it, I guess. <laughs> Okay. All right. You'll allow it. All right. Cool. 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 All right. Uh, I think that's it for Halloween stuff. What are we, what are we, what's like even our subject? Do we have like a timeline or like a thing we're supposed Uh, to follow a script? No, we don't, we don't do rehearsals. We don't have plans. Okay. Yeah. We'll get into that. I have an idea, but we'll get into that later. Okay. Uh, I think we should cover like our bread and butter shit at the beginning. What do you think? Right, like, would we would we listen to? Yeah, right. Yes, um, sir. I actually have a couple things, so I'm gonna Good. go perfect. I'm, go ahead. I'm gonna go first on one of mine, so you can go next. Go, go, go. Uh, the first thing I listened to is the new Exodus album. Yeah, I saw that you did a review on that on the site, yeah. right? As soon as this, uh, as time for recording this, uh, it just went live today. It's an amazing album. I'm not sure if you're an Exodus bro or not. 
A little but, bit. Uh, like I'm, a, I'm, I'm enough to like know who they are, but I'm yeah. Like a, you know what I mean? Um, but it's uh, it's uh, the name of the album is uh, Persona Non Grata, uh-huh. which I think means like you're not welcome here or something. I don't nice. know, nice. but uh, it's a thrash album. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, like like a real thrash album. It's not like a bunch of like crusty old sixty year old dudes. Yeah, yeah. Trying like to be actually cool and relevant. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. it's like no, it's like it sounds just like if this would have come out in like nineteen ninety, it, it would have been awesome too. So, so you think it's like up there with their like classic shit? I think so. It's got their classic singer. So oh, okay, all right, yeah, all right, cool. Come on, I'm, I'm down for anything that's got Gary Holt. In well, it, I know so. you're all about that '80s thrash too, anyways, right? Yes, yes, very much yeah. so. <laughs> okay, hit. Just keep going. Do you got? If you got an extra favorite thing, just go. Just go. Uh, okay. Well, okay. Well, my other thing. Uh, are you a, a Mastodon, bro? Yeah, I am. A, I, I mean, I'm like a recovering Mastodon, bro. Okay, does that make sense? <laughs> Yeah, because I was kind of wondering because you like Deftones so much, and most of the time, people who like Deftones like Mastodon. They uh, don't sna- sound yeah. alike, but it's kind of the same vibe. I would say like Deftones dynamics, Mastodon's dynamics. Okay, All right. you know what I well, mean. Like, but anyways, go ahead. Did you listen to the new album? I did. I did. Did you like it? Uh, okay. So like the lead single when I heard it, like. Mm-hmm. It, I think it dropped like two weeks before the album came out yeah, or something yeah. like that. I was laughing. I was like, oh no. I was just like, oh no. Like, I, did yeah. you just put this out? Like, oh no. Mm-hmm. And then I can't remember where I read a review. I think it was Brooklyn Vegan or something. They were kind of like, you know, hey, you know, it's a little bit back to like, you know, their earlier shit or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And they were like, it's a double album. And I was like, okay, I have to see this train wreck or I have to hear this train wreck. Right, like, right. There's no way the Mastodon's capable of putting out a double album at this point. Like, the quality is just like, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> sorry. So, um, yeah. So I gave it a spin, and like, the first track was fine, and then like the middle of I guess what would be like the first part of the album or double mm-hmm. album, I was like, holy shit, this is really good because I really think that their best singer is I think his name's Trent Saunders who plays the bass. Uh-huh. And so him and then the drummer, I think his name's Bran, Bran Daly or something like that. He and Bran take over like the like the majority of the first album. And yeah. I think that Trent's vocals are the best for Mastodon. Bran is okay. I can't stand the dude that has like the redheaded dude that has tattoos all over her face. He makes the uh, shittiest songs. He's the yeah. worst singer. Mm-hmm. He is like he seems like a total dipshit in interviews. Like it's kind of like know. a poser kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. He's just kind of a dick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, I guess yeah. to answer your question, like I thought that there was a handful of good songs towards the beginning, and then it just kind of like fell apart as like things went on. I I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I'm. Did you like, like it from start to finish? Like, do you um, think it was up there with their like other shit? I don't think it's up there with their other stuff, but I think it's a step in the in a better direction. Oh, for sure, you know, for sure, for it's sure. a it's a little sure. long. Like, it definitely needed to be edited. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, the name of the album is Hushed and Grim, I believe. Yep. yep. Uh, it's on uh, Reprise Records or Reprise, however you reprise, say that. Reprise, reprise. Yeah. I just had to throw that out there because we do shout outs on albums. That's true. That's true. <laughs> okay. So I guess to come back to like, I guess kind of how you're vibing with it, I would agree that like, it's a, it's the first time in like two or three albums that I've heard songs that I was like, okay, okay. This is the Mastodon that I like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Right. 
And so, yeah, like I think that I think that their key is having their bass player Trent like on lead vocals because I just think he has that like Jurassic type like roar, like you know, like you know when yeah. you hear like the T Rexes or whatever go up. And <laughs> that's what his vocals sound like. He's like, Rah! you know what I mean? Like it's just yeah. Yeah, so, more bands need to sound like Jurassic Park dinosaurs. Totally. Every band. Yeah. Regardless Not, if you're R and B. Yeah, <laughs> you should. I mean people made a lot of money in the seventies sounding like raptors. <laughs> 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 All right. So my thing for this month is mm-hmm. um so I'm a big like I shouldn't even say this. I'm bigger than I was like since but like uh I've been a casual fan of like King Buffalo. Are okay. You, are you cool with those guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so like if anybody doesn't know, they're kind of like a psychedelic progressive stoner rock kind of 70s mm-hmm. vibe, right? Like sleep kind of. Yeah, sleep but like more groovy and like Yeah. If you I like think, sleep, you'll like King Buffalo. Yeah. But like I think sleep's kind of like on a scale of 1 1 through 10, like sleep's like a 5 and King Buffalo's like a 8, 9. That's that's tough, but fair. all right all right anyways so um that's a band that i really liked and then like forgot about do you ever have bands where you're like i love this band and then there's so many fucking bands that you like that you just kind of like forget about them a little bit uh mastodon okay perfect perfect yeah perfect okay so like i mean i have a ton you know it's just like Mm -hmm. i love this band and then you know a year goes by or i just get obsessed with something else and then just kind of forget you know and I can't remember what sparked it, but I was like, oh, King Buffalo, what the fuck? I haven't heard from them in forever. And I looked, and they dropped an album last year, and they dropped an album this year, and they're both so good. Like, they are okay. so good. I couldn't tell you the last time I listened to them, actually. So they have a little EP called Repeater that I think is, like, the best um, entryway into, like, their vibe or, like, style or whatever. And it's just, like, a little three-song kind of. I mean, it's a long EP because it's stoner rock or whatever, right. but it's like 18 minutes. The beginning track's really amazing. It's kind of an intro track and then a third track that sounds somewhat similar to the first one. But if like if you vibe on like Repeater, the song slash EP, like, yeah, like this new stuff is so good. And um, so the one they dropped in 2020, I think was probably part of like a cycle, right? Like I think they dropped mm-hmm. it. They were planning on going out to tour with it, you know, all that stuff. Then COVID happened and all that shit. And I think because they were locked down for a year, from what I can tell is they like, instead of, you know, whatever, they just like wrote songs, right? So they like basically right. made an album while they were in lockdown. Mm-hmm. So they have like two two albums that they haven't really toured on yet. Um, and like I said, like, it's a band that I really enjoyed, but then forgot about. And then when I looked them up, they had like two brand new albums I hadn't seen. And like I'm just like I think they're both really really good, like really good. Oh, I uh, well, so what's the name of the the most current one? Okay, let me. I'm pulling up like my little answer <laughs> here. So um, the most recent one, the 2021, is uh, the Burden of Restlessness, which kind of seems like a COVID type album, right? Yeah. And then the one that the one that I think was supposed to be like the main one that they were going to tour on was called Dead Star. And then Dead Star is actually really cool for into like, um, you know, like the uh, the anime. I, I don't know if it's anime, but like heavy metal is that considered anime or like seventies cartoon or like? Uh, I don't think it's that? anime, but yeah, I love heavy metal. 
Okay, so it's basically like a heavy metal, like the cartoon. It's weird to say heavy metal, right. like cartoon, like in an album, but like set in 2020. Like, so there's like Mars invasions and like takedowns of planets, and like it's really cool. Like, and the cover yeah. art's super dope. Like, the cover art's cool. Like, yeah. so if you can, if you can fuck with like psychedelic music or stoner music, like, and I, I do, would, I would check that out. Yeah, like try yeah, it. Out. I, I love like, that stuff. That band is so tight, man. They're so good. Um, one of the other things that I listened to was uh, the new album from Vanishing Twin. Oh! Um, yeah. yeah. I didn't even know they, they had a new album out, but um, Kendon, uh, for those who are listening, Kendon is a, yep. a person from the site. Um, we talk all the time, and we have very similar tastes in the music that we like. Yep. 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 <laughs> I tr- Speaking of Mastodon, I tried to get him to listen to Mastodon the other day. When he does, <laughs> he'll probably kill me. Oh, I know. But, yeah. Right. But anyway, um, he uh, turned me on to this album. Uh, it's called Oki Gecko. Um, <laughs> I was wondering how you were going to tackle that title. <laughs> uh, I, I looked it up, okay? Oh, and did that's you? How okay. it's pronounced, okay, cool. yeah, because okay. I knew I was going to massacre that. Um, uh, Vanishing Twin is kind of like psychedelic pop. It, yeah, That's cool. how they describe it. To me, what it sounds like is like that late 90s uh, electronica music. Yeah. Like, not like Fat Boy Slim, but like Groove Armada or um, the French. It kind of has Air. like a Broadway vibe though, too. Not Broadway like the musical, but like Broadway the band. Yeah, Do you remember those guys? Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say like Stereo Lab meets Air. Sure, remember Air, yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah, I loved Air. Man, me too. That their yeah. um, Moon Safari is like crazy. Oh, I know Moon Safari is so good. Yes, that's a good bass album. Um, I like to play bass along to that record. Nice, nice. I wish I knew how. I should probably try. <laughs> uh, well, that's why you do, I, like, like I would. I right, just plug it in and just try. But yeah. uh, this album from Vanishing Twin has that same vibe. Um, if you like Air, yep. Yep. Uh, you'll really, really dig this album. It's it's kind of like their earlier stuff, like the their previous albums, but it's a lot tighter. Okay. Um, so yeah, yeah. So he, Kendon, recommended that to me too, and I don't know anything about this band. And I just yeah. gave it a quick spin and I was like, this is really great. And I just added it to like my, like to listen to library yeah. or whatever. It's, so. it's real fun. Uh, it's, it's a real quick listen. It's not like overly complicated or anything. And uh, yeah. coming yeah. from like the intensity of Exodus. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, and Mastodon and Mastodon, yeah, you know, shit, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So those were the things that I listened to this here recently so what about like movies we should expand this to movies like have you seen any movies i saw dune and i saw internals right um and then i also saw the movie 13 fanboy which i did a review on yeah 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 okay 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 um i think i talked about that on the last episode though so i don't have you to did get talk that about one. 13 fanboy i think a little bit yeah but i don't think you'd seen it yet had you um, maybe I don't know. I can't remember. Oh, okay. It seems like six remember. months ago. Yeah. But uh, for those who don't know, Thirteen Fanboy is a uh, independent horror movie, a slasher movie, of course, yep. directed by uh, Deborah Voorhees, who is uh, Tina from Friday the Thirteenth Part Five, who yep. I interviewed at the site. Yep. Um, and uh, it, the whole movie is about all the actors and real life from the Friday the 13th movie being killed by a slasher. It's kind of like Scream meets Wes Craven's yeah. New Nightmare. Nice. nice. And That's uh, cool. all the characters are playing like Hollywood versions of themselves. So it's really funny. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, but it's actually, um, it's not a comedy. It's more of a drama. It's probably more drama than slasher, but that was fun. Yeah. Uh, Dune sucked. Did you um, hate it? I've seen I, so 
I've seen it. I, d- I don't really have an opinion. It's just that, like, I was yeah, fine. You know? Yeah, like, yeah know. that's the thing. See, that's the thing. That's, it's, like, real polarizing. I hate that I'm supposed to like it. You okay. know what I mean? Okay, Like, okay. I, I don't like those douchey people that's like, oh, you didn't get it. You know? Like, <laughs> okay, yeah. I have got you started it. any Twitter fights about Dune yet? Um, I tried. Just because I just because I wanted the people to read the article I did okay about okay. Like Martin Scorsese and all that, but yeah. no one really cared. I think people okay. just you know uh, yeah. <laughs> I I wanted to like Dune because I read the books a million years ago. Yeah, I didn't like the books, but I thought that maybe seeing it, you know, it'd probably be a lot better. Yeah, it was. It looked cool, but that was really about it. Did it did look cool. Yeah. So like, I don't even I like this is how lame I am. Like, I didn't even know that it was a book. <laughs> it's like a bunch of books. Yeah. Oh, I know. And it's like world renowned. I've learned since like, it's like yeah. a thing, right? Yeah. Uh, they want you to think it is, but it's not. The it's books not. suck okay. too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Did you like the eighties version of that movie? <laughs> I, I look, I'm a David Lynch dude, but yeah, that movie sucked too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So hold on. So you hate the books. Mm-hmm. You hated the original movie. Yep. And you hated the new, the remake. Yeah, I so, mean, I think it's yeah. safe to say you're not a Dune bro, right? I'm not a Dune bro, and like, <laughs> I'm I don't want to sit here and think that there's something wrong with me because I'm not. <laughs> Can I you tried. see why like Dune bros like that movie? No, I don't actually, because <laughs> it's just it's like a pretentious puff piece. It's like it's like Return of the Jedi for mm-hmm. like cheese and wine eaters. <laughs> You know, <laughs> okay, okay. And the okay. and the best part, the best part about it is like Dune Bros will sit there and fight you. Um, it's art. It's not like a Marvel movie. Like, <laughs> no, it's a, it's a Marvel movie. It's a three hundred million dollar yeah. Hollywood committee movie. Oh yeah, based on an IP. Fucking, yep, it's no it's a Marvel movie. I mean, part two is coming. It's a fucking Marvel movie. It's the same. Uh, it's the same idea. And I also saw the Internals, which I thought was oh be no garbage. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't want to see that movie. Look, I like Marvel movies. And I, I'm love, the f- I look, love. I uh, yeah, I love them too. But like yeah. the trailer for that movie looked like garbage. Okay, I, uh, I I wouldn't say it looked like garbage. I haven't seen anything that I'm like, oh fuck. I'm just like, this is yeah. a bunch of people talking. And and the movie is a bunch of people talking, but I liked it, and I would probably say it's probably in my top ten for Marvel movies. Okay, okay, yeah. I mean, like. I haven't seen it yet. I'm planning on seeing it within like yeah. the next day or two because I was a big fucking slacker and didn't go see Shang Chi <laughs> in the in the theaters, and I actually feel really bad about that because I watched it on Disney Plus like on Friday or whatever when it dropped, and I was like, "Holy fuck, that was so good!" Yeah, a lot of fun, right? Yeah, but okay, I, I yeah. Didn't, Eternals I didn't is not like, fun, <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't want to like skip. You know what I mean? I didn't, right. didn't want to like in case there's something like associated with it. I didn't want to like not see Shang-Chi and then just go see Eternals. And from what I know without spoilers, like they're not really that associated, but I just didn't want to like miss something. Uh, I don't think it's associated now, but like, I think whatever the next movie comes out or the next couple, you'll be like, Oh wait, that's from Eternals or. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah so no spoilers. I'm, yeah. Yeah. But anyways, I'm glad that you said that you liked it because Friends that I've talked to are like it's it, it they what it, one friend called it a kinky cologne ad, where they just you all know, just lined up in a V and like made like sex face. No, that's over. what the trailer did, but the the movie's not. I mean, it's actually funny. There's comedy in it. Um, yeah, I mean, there's action, I guess, but it's more of like a personal drama. Actually, 
uh it's kind of like um i'm gonna say it's not a religious movie it's kind of like an anti-religion but kind okay. of pro-faith type okay. of movie yeah yeah, yeah um, cool i can't explain you'll when you see it you'll know what i'm talking about but okay cool uh that's interesting yeah. and that's the thing going back to the doom bros they they tear Marvel to shreds because they, they keep thinking it's form, formulaic or whatever. Like it, they yeah. keep doing the same thing over. This yeah. isn't one of those movies, but they're tearing apart because it's not one of those movies. Yeah. 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 I guess you're right. Yeah. Like it you know? definitely has like a, seems more like a drama vibe instead of like a action movie or whatever. Right. Yeah. And it's beautifully shot and well-directed. Like everyone in the movie's gorgeous. So yeah. All right. I'm going to try and go on Thursday. Hopefully do um, it. We'll see. Oh, and look, no spoilers, but it opens with, um, a Pink Floyd song. Nice. You're not expecting nice. that, right? Nice. Come on. Nice. Nothing can be worse than the Marvel than uh, what's her ass? Captain Marvel soundtrack. That was fucking. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. For those, Look, I don't write for the site to that much, and I listen saw that movie, and I felt like <laughs> I had to write something because I was like, "What the fuck is this?" That the soundtrack for that movie was picked out by kids that was born probably like in 2005. Yeah, like, exactly. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, Everyone exactly. listens to garbage. It was like, no. so bad. It was yeah. so bad. Saddest yeah. thing ever. Yeah, no. All right. So what movies have you saw, John? Uh, Like I said, I mean, these are the dumbest answers. But like Shang-Chi I thought was really good. Yeah. It was way behind on that. Um, fucking, but that was really good. I'm back into like this like obsession with um, Mandy. And I think I've brought this up on the podcast maybe before. <laughs> yeah, I think the last episode, or the, or the one before that one. Yeah, maybe I, I like should watch more movies. <laughs> movies with Nick Cage. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. That's all I got. I'm I'm lame. I don't have anything cool for movies. That's okay. I'm sorry, I let I've let everyone down. Well. Uh... <laughs> Well, see, you you threw me a curveball by asking about movies because when I was talking about uh, no, Exodus, and I didn't even have anything to fucking follow. Yeah, up so when I was talking about Exodus, I, mean, I was going to be a segue on. into my topic. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna derail you. Watch, watch. John is eating more nerds, and his teeth are screaming bloody murder. <laughs> Who asked me that question again about movies? What movies have you saw, John? Basic Instinct. We can. <laughs> <laughs> on VHS? Yes, off oh, my. my recorded version from Showtime. <laughs> <laughs> right after Showgirls? No. No. Okay. No. Showgirls wasn't out yet. <laughs> oh, okay, right. <laughs> I want to I want to talk about Basic Instinct. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, hold on. Okay. What's the best Sharon Stone movie? Total Recall. Yeah. Yeah. Total Recall. I mean, it's one of the best movies ever anyway, period. What about Casino? I don't like Casino. Look, I'm a, I just said it. I'm a Scorsese bro. Um, mm-hmm. I, I like parts of Casino, but it was it's too try hard for me. Why is Casino try hard? Because it's like, it's just trying to be all the cool Joe Pesci elements from Goodfellas in its own movie. Wow. Okay. I, I, there's stuff in, I like part, you know, parts of the movie. Yeah. Uh, it's got Joe Bob Briggs in it. I mean, yeah, it's true. 
It's true. Uh, that's extra true. points right there. That's but it true. also has but it also has James Woods in it. That's that, not good. No, see that takes it down a few that quite did. a few points. Oh, James Woods. Oh, Do you remember buddy. his Twitter war with me a few years ago and he blocked me? Yeah. I remember yeah. that. <laughs> I wish I could have saved all those things as screenshots. That would have, that would have been amazing. Yeah. That dude. All right. I'm gonna say Catwoman. <laughs> uh like total recall's the right answer. Yeah. But I want to like shout out It's not her movie. No, it's not her movie. Right. I want to shout out uh Sliver. Which was the next one right after Basic Instinct with one of the Baldwin brothers. Okay. I mean, I I know the movie, but I I can't remember it. I mean, I know the name. <laughs> So the reason I'm bringing this up is because this is more for the audience instead of us, but mm-hmm. uh, Coop hit me up last week and said, what day do you want a podcast? And I think I was some dipshit, dump, dumb shit and told him 1992. Right. Or something right. like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you said, cool. Why. I'll be watching my VHS. And I said, I'm going to be watching basic instinct. Right. Right. So, I don't know why, but when we confirmed that we were podcasting today, I was like, basic instinct. And then I was like, Sharon Stone's great. (laughs) (laughs) And I figured, since we talk about showgirls, basic instinct is kind of in the same vein. Mm, I mean, I think it's... Nudie movies from the 90s. I mean, yeah, but that movie is a better movie because it does have a story. Everyone is a good actor in it. It looks cool. Showgirls doesn't really have those things, and that's why I think we like that it. You just said all of the showgirls looks cool, has amazing acting. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> this has become a showgirls podcast. <laughs> well, we're going to turn it into a Sharon Stone podcast too. Oh no, no, I can't. No, no. you nope. can't. No, oh, why not? Why not? No, you, I mean she's you fine. Don't like Sharon. But... No, no, she's I, aged wonderfully. By the yeah, way. yeah, she's great. But I mean, like, I can't cheat on showgirls. <sighs> You're right. Yeah, I'm trying to get Elizabeth Berkeley on the show. Oh I shit! Don't... Okay, I'm totally sabotaging us. Yeah, okay, see? fine, fine. <laughs> Look, I'll just say this: I had my first wet dream about Sharon Stone. <sighs> <laughs> Is that bad to say on a podcast? I don't know, John. Is it? <laughs> what, what was yours? You have to tell me now. Who who was it about? <laughs> who was in it? Oh, God. <laughs> recently? Are you talking about recently? No, your first wet dream. I don't know. I can't remember that stuff. I'm old, man. I'm old as a tree. I can't remember that stuff. Mine was Sharon Stone, and the next one was Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> was it like a sequel? <laughs> Pretty close, yeah. yeah? <laughs> have you listened to that new Madonna stuff? I didn't know that Madonna had new stuff. I think she had like a new album or something. She's really all, she's like on all the talk shows like Jimmy Kimmel and stuff or Really? I think. She's been on Facebook quite a bit, like people talking about her. She looks super weird and weird. uh not that I'm saying that getting plastic surgery is a bad thing. It's your body, do what you want, you know, that's cool. She, but, she uh, Madam X? Is this like her new does she have a new album out or something? Or persona or something. She's got like a patch on her eye or something. I don't know. Uh, that could be another topic for another show. 
Love you, Sharon and Madonna. And, and Elizabeth Berkeley. <laughs> and I, I, the Queen. Uh, so back when I was talking about Exodus, my yes, se- other segue, which I actually have on my notes, I was going to segue into my topic, was uh, the popular song from Exodus is called Toxic Waltz. Okay. That's the one that everyone knows. It's okay. a very dumb song, but it's about moshing and getting wrecked at shows whatever. Yeah. And that was going to be my segue into the topic of the Travis <sighs> Scott oh, no. Astroworld okay. thing. Okay, but before we go any further, I would like to um, remind the viewers this is not a true crime podcast. We are not judge, jury, and executioner. Mm-hmm. I, and all due respect to the family. But yeah, so... I don't. Do you feel he's responsible in any way? Um, so I don't know the details, but I will tell you how shows that I've run in the past work. Mm-hmm. And basically, what happens is like everything's set in place, and then as your bands are on or whatever, there's a point person that talks to this. I mean, I have a lot of opinions and thoughts. Like, I I ran shows for a decade, so I kind of know like the inner workings, mm-hmm. and you know. Um, I guess some of the precautions that are put into place and things like that. And it was a live nation show, which, you know, they're reputable as far as, I mean, they're the biggest production company ever. It just Mm -hmm. sounds like, I think middle management got involved with security and things just, yeah. Well, they, they had a security issue earlier that day, like eight o'clock in the morning, all these kids rushed through there and broke in anyway. Yeah. So like that should have been the first red flag right yep. there. Yep. Um yep. I there's a lot of people online that's blaming Travis Scott. I don't know much about him. I know that he's had issues here at Lollapalooza a few years back. Yeah. He uh he got into all sorts of controversy when he was at Lollapalooza because he was hyping up the crowd and the crowd was like wrecking stuff and they're okay, so pretty freaking wild, you know. Okay, so he kind of has that in his DNA. Yeah, he kind of has that in his thing, and I guess which someone should have fucking talked to him a long time ago about that shit. Right. Well, he had all these kids doing all this crazy stuff, and one kid ended up being paralyzed. Yeah, I don't think that was at Lollapalooza, but like this was at another show. So like yeah. that's his thing, you know. Shouldn't so, be a thing, right? So in saying that, I mean, I kind of understand why people would be accusing him. But for people who, you know, you've run shows for years, but it's not about a band just gets out from a limo, gets on stage and performs and leaves. There's a whole lot of stuff that happens leading up to it during and after. Yep. hundred percent. Like so many layers, so many layers. Uh, It's not really the, I don't really feel that it's the artist's responsibility to watch out for people on the stage. I mean, half of these people can't even see anything from the stage anyway. Right. With lights and stuff. But, um, and now there's kids, like, there's, there's like viral videos of kids screaming, stop the show and like chanting and all that stuff. Like, an artist don't care about any of that stuff being chanted. They don't know what's going on, whatever. For my head, and I'm going to fix this without talking to anybody or try to fix this without talking to anybody. And so, if he has, if he, I didn't know this, but if he has like a penchant for like amping crowds up and doing shit like mm-hmm. that. But I mean, I think I think as like a not a like homicidal maniac, whatever motherfucker. (laughs) I think if your stage manager was like, people are dying, getting trampled or whatever, and I'm not 100 percent sure that he knew that specifically. 
Right. So it's hard for me to place blame on anybody, but I mean, I, I can't really place blame on anybody because it's so layered. Yeah. And see, that's you know, my like, thing. It's like people don't realize that um, I'm, when I say that it's not the, the artist's responsibility, I'm not giving him a pass on anything. I'm just, right. I think a lot of people don't realize that shows aren't what, I mean, unless you know, unless you go to like a billion shows or you work on the other side of the, of the wall, you don't really understand what goes into a festival. Forget, I mean, like a show in itself is one thing, but like festivals are very complex things with a bunch of different yep. management bunch of different employees yep. everything yep. is like very very top-notch most of the time yep. and um i'm i'm not 100 percent sure but isn't this his festival yeah it is yeah and so I, I mean go ahead finish what you were gonna say no no i'm just saying like i think that um i in a roundabout way he could be at blame i mean i think the people know what he does they should right. his people should be a little bit more on it especially that people died before or you know yeah. um injured severely uh but still i think it's i think it's a lack of communication like you said there's videos of kids screaming telling camera guys hey you know stop the show kids are dying those camera dudes like people don't recall them for their crucifixion but those camera dudes hear kids screaming the entire friggin' day you know and most people are like so stoned and drunk and jacked up on stuff well, they yeah, kind of tuning most of that stuff out anyway and that's the thing too though is like those people have a job right their job is right. to get the best possible footage it's, or whatever it's not crowd and control so they're not gonna fucking shut their camera down and go and like yell at security and all security is gonna be is like you don't have fucking clearance to be here go back to where the cameras are supposed to be or go right. back to where you're supposed to mm-hmm. be they're not gonna listen to them because that's not the chain of command that's what i'm trying to say it's like right security is to do a fucking thing until like a stage manager or a tour manager or a venue manager comes out and says shut this shit down you know this we've got big fucking problems whatever and that's what i'm saying is it was not communicated mm-hmm. no and it sound i don't mean to like sound like all like military because the chain of command or whatever but it's just like there's steps that shit goes through and if a if it's a well-run show i've run I've been a part of like small tours, like Warp Tour and like Lollapalooza came to Utah for like a day. So nothing like huge. Like I've never done like Riot Fest or anything like that. Right. But I've mm-hmm. done like s- small festivals. And like, that's how it goes. It's like you talk, there's a fucking headquarters. And if there's a big issue, there's always, there's like a communications person that sits in the headquarters and they listen mm-hmm. to every fucking radio channel. And as soon as there's an alert, it you know pings them. They talk to the fucking stage manager. Then if they need to talk to the artist to shut the show down, like that's just what they do. I've seen right. it happen. Right. And I feel like because it was his festival and he's probably in charge and it's his management and whatever, and he's cherry picking people and this, that, and the other, maybe he, maybe everything just got complacent. It's like, okay, we've done this for a couple of years now. You know, these are my guys that do this. These are my guys that do this. And then, Live Nation probably comes in, contracts people, and they're like, okay, mm-hmm. well, you know, this is my guy too, and this is a really chillax tour or, you know, festival. I keep calling it a tour. Festival, and, you know, we're just going to kind of let things be chill. We're not going to, you know, run this like a normal show. You know, a normal right. show, it's kind of a day off or whatever, you know. So um, if being this is like a Ticketmaster or Live Nation or whatever, I mean, I yeah. think they're like one thing now, but uh, does that mean that um, those are all union workers? There? Yeah, yeah. So, so shouldn't this also be a union issue too? Yeah, hundred percent. So and like being that there's like a like I'm not gonna say OSHA because that's like for construction, but there's got to be some sort of um, 
some union person who delegates a lot of that stuff too. Yeah. So what happens with like Live Nation is there's so from what I know there's 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 two types of crews that you hire like per state. So you go you know per you know state venue whatever like they have contracts. So there's your there's your um, stage workers union and they're called something and I wish I could remember. But there's a stage workers union, so they do all the like pre and post production. So they set everything up, truss all the lighting, you know, get all that shit set up, like all mm-hmm. that stuff, right? They unload the trucks, they look, and then at the end of the show, they take everything down, they and they reload the trucks, and that is one hundred percent union. Yeah, like you can't you can't straight up fire a guy. Like you have to talk to their manager, right. and then yep. he gets suspended, and there's a whole. Mm-hmm. And then the other one that I know is there's like. <clears throat> I don't, I don't think, I'm not sure if this is unionized, but it's security vendors. So there's, you know, for Utah. So they're outside of the, of the festival. That's like a whole nother. Yeah. A little thing. bit. Yeah. It, yeah. So it's like, it's, uh, it's called like event management or something like that. And there's a big company in Utah that pretty much handles like all sporting events, all concert mm-hmm. events, all that shit. I don't know how it is in Houston, but, um, I'm not. I don't think that's unionized at all because they're, they're hiring people off the streets, essentially. Like, yeah, yeah, a lot of yeah. volunteers, and yeah. they're just probably it's the super... night before they're being told what to do. Yeah. So, I mean, the way even to kind of give like a background, even this is a little off topic, but like my production manager that I worked for when I was running shows, he had a list of runners, right? Mm-hmm. And he would try and book us all. He'd be like, "Okay, on August seventh, we need five runners." So we try to he try and book us all, right? But I mean, it's a day-to-day job. It's not a full-time job. It's not even a part-time job unless you work a ton. Right. And so like he'd hit people up the day before to remind them about a show and people would be like, meh, I don't want to, or, you know, I'm sick or, you know, whatever. Right. Right. And that's a lot how security works. So like they have a crew set in place, but you know, it's not the best paying job. It's not the nicest job. It's right. fucking long hours. You're working like 14, 15, like as a runner, you work 16 hours 15 16 hours so you start at like seven or eight in the morning then you work till like four in the morning and like you get paid at least at the time we were getting paid like 120 dollars. so if you divide that between like whatever the math is there like 15, 16 hours it's not a lot of money you're making like six dollars an hour or seven dollars an hour or some crazy shit but that's a lot how security works at least in utah and so i assume it's pretty similar in houston where it's like these aren't trained professionals. Like they've been through mm-hmm. a couple like video courses. Right. And like some like how to's or preventative stuff. But like other than that, like they don't know what the fuck they're doing. I think, um, I think I'll, uh, there's, I think this is like a perfect storm of a bunch of stuff. Agreed. And agreed. again, again, I'm not just trying to make an excuse for Travis Scott. Clearly this dude, you know, he needs, you know, I have a, a nice stern talking to you about how this stuff works. <laughs> right, right. Um, but I think there's a, well, I mean, you got to count for the people too. Um, we haven't had shows and festivals for almost two years. So people's yeah. like really jacked up. It yeah. was an all ages thing. And yeah. look, I don't want to sound like a boomer or anything, <laughs> but look, you run shows. So, you know, mm-hmm. okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When you have an all age, the worst shows I've ever been to are all ages shows. 100%. Kids are the absolute friggin' worst. Now, no one. They're just a wild card. They're just a yeah, wild card. Like you, you don't can't. know. Yeah, you don't know what they're going to be. And yeah. no one. I'm not saying about the victims or anything. No one went to a show to die. You know, like no. everyone would have a good time. But yeah. um, when you're dealing with a bunch of young people, 
of all ages. I mean, like one of those people that died the other day was like a 10 year old. It was a nine year old. Yeah. I saw Yeah, it, or right? a nine or 10 year old. So like that in and of itself is to me is questionable. I'm, I'm all for live music, but I don't think big things were, 50,000 people are at a place shouldn't be all ages. Yeah, I mean I it's hard, right? It's hard it's hard right. to put yourself in a perspective of just like your casual concert goer. Yeah, but it's I, not cut and dry, yeah. Yeah, and I, and I don't know, I'll just use the 9-year-old, you know, death as like an example. Like I don't know what that I don't even know if it's a boy or girl. I mean, I haven't done my research. But I, and I don't know what their family situation was, but Right. I will say this, like as a parent, and this is me maybe being a boomer or just a lame ass or whatever the fuck, like I'm fine to take my kids to concerts or things like that, you know, with like extra ear protection and, you know, right. all that stuff, right? But like I would never logically or just anything like walk into like the pit or a crowd or anything. Like if I had children with me, I would stand in the back, yeah, regardless right. of how big the festival is. Right, right. You know what I mean? And so I feel like because it was like Travis Scott and it was Astro World and it was like this event, th- there was also a lot of people in there that didn't have like concert etiquette. It, it's the weirdest thing to say. But like, that was, I swear to God, that was going to be my next point. Okay. Was okay. etiquette. And this kind of, I'm not, I'll let you finish and I'll get what I'm going to say. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, kind of but i mean there's a certain kind of etiquette where like if you see someone trip or fall or anything especially in a crowd you pick them up as fast as you can yeah. no matter what even if right. you've just gotten a fight with that person or you yep they threw a beer at you or you know whatever dumb thing could have happened and yeah. then you, you also do not you don't want to be on the ground you do not want yeah. to be on the ground period yeah and then there's also the idea of like this isn't necessarily like an industry term but like when you're getting crowded, like the the idea is like if you're an experienced person, like in the front of a stage in front of a crowd, you push back, right? Like you 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 don't matter what, and you try to mm-hmm. push back as much as you can, and usually that's enough with the people that are in the front because they they're up there so much that they understand that like right if you push back, then people kind of slow down a little bit, and then everybody kind of mm-hmm. places themselves in their spots without you know right. So, I mean, you probably have a better hypothesis than I do, but, I mean, that's just kind of, like, my take on that, you know? Well, um, going back to etiquette, um, and, I, and again, I don't want to make this about something else, but you've been going to shows for a long time. I've yeah. been going to shows for a long time. And this yeah. is not a genre thing. I'm not mm-hmm. making it about no. genre. but This is over, like, two and a half decades. Right. Okay. Yeah. Over. So we've been going to shows for two decades, or whatever. Um, right. There's like a, a a code, you know. It's like a code. You don't even have to talk about it. When someone falls down, you pick them up. Yep. That's just the way it works. Yep. No matter I who feel, it is. Yeah. No, and no matter what the reason, you don't want to be on the ground. Yep. Um, but I think nowadays, um, again, not making this about genre, a lot of the acts like Travis Scott or or maybe even the Lollapalooza crowd. I'll say that because that's a little bit more broad. Um, this is the kind of music that doesn't do big shows typically. 
Yeah, it's I mean, I think like, it's fair to say, like, the hip-hop crowd. Like, I mean, they're not used to big tours. They're not used to big shows. I mean... That's relatively new, these festivals for, yeah, for like, hip-hop. And yeah. that's... I don't mean that as in a negative toward, towards the genre. But they're kind of... Negative. They're dipping into something that they're not really experienced in. Exactly. And not so much the artist, but the, the audience. You know, like, I won't go to Lollapalooza anymore because the last time I was there, the people were insufferable. I hated it. Yeah. Um, I because mean, you didn't have your normal like concert etiquette people there, right? Right. Because like, no, it was just a bunch of snotty rich kids who like yeah. were insufferable. Like there's just no other way to put it. Yeah. Uh, so like that's out for me. But these these people don't have that experience. Like I said, I'm old. I'm not saying that. But like even when I was like 17, 18 years old, someone falls down, you pick them up. Um, oh yeah, I mean. I don't mean to sidetrack you, but the first, the very first show I went to, it was just like a local, like local band festival, mm-hmm. like at the fairgrounds. Like it wasn't even a band, you know what right. I mean? Like, right. And like, I went there, it was my first show. I was super excited. Like went to mosh and shit. Like I got knocked on my ass and <laughs> they immediately like threw me up in the air. And they were like, yeah. You know? And then like, I kind of stepped back and was watching and like, that was the thing. And, and right. this is like Utah Farmington in 1996. Like the, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, and it was just like, if someone falls over, you pick them up as fast as you fucking can, regardless if they're moshing or not, you know, like you pick yeah. them up like, and this show probably had like a hundred people at it or something. Well, you I know mean, what you I mean? Could, you could die by three people standing, yeah, exactly. one person exactly. staying on you can kill you, but yeah, exactly. But that's the thing though. Like we've been to a lot of different shows in smaller places, like in dive bars or whatever, oh, yeah. like 50 oh, yeah. people. Oh, yeah. um, and it's the same etiquette, you know? Yep. Yep. Um, I've been some of the wildest shows I've ever been to. I mean, well, here's one. This is not even a cool one. I saw Taken Back Sunday and like I don't know if it was Bayside or Envy at the Coast. One of those <laughs> okay. emo it was like probably like two thousand six, maybe. Yeah. It was an all ages show and it was the worst show I've ever been to in my entire life. I had <laughs> I had um a pair of Ray Ban sunglasses because it was outside. Yeah. Uh, some girl was being like crowd surfed against her will. And I got kicked in the face mm. and uh, it busted my glasses. Um, I got punched multiple times. It's not even in the, in the mosh pit. This is just nope. <laughs> moshing at Taken Back Sunday. But like, <laughs> yeah. And because it was an all ages show, and I think it was because these kids didn't have the, the show etiquette. And I, yep. I feel yep. like that show sucks so bad that, that made me not want to go to shows anymore. I got beat up so bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, it made me definitely not want to go to all ages shows. Yeah. No uh, shit. And, and I was young. I was a kid, you know, but, yeah. um, but no, and I think that that whole thing is what festivals are kind of becoming when you, when you have shows like Astroworld, I'm not saying every yeah. festival, but yeah, you get like the, it's like that certain, that certain crowd, they just don't get it. They're in a way they're kind of appropriating like punk and metal shows in a exactly, way, exactly. But, but without the etiquette, though, that's but what without the etiquette, you can't yeah. you can't fake that stuff. I mean, yeah, I, I, I've almost died seeing Slayer. I've almost died seeing Ministry. I mean, I, I was I was gonna tell you like, so you shared like that. So like, I have two stories. One is just yes. stupid, and then Do two it. is actually kind of good. Yeah. Okay. So one, the worst <laughs> thing that's ever happened to me at a show in the crowd is. This is going to sound so bad and it's so like cliche at the time. So <clears throat> I don't even want to say it out loud. Do it. So this is when, when like Incubus and Hoobastank were big, right? Okay. Like <laughs> okay. 2002, 2001. Yeah, like, yeah. 
like two, yeah, we're talking like early two thousands, right? Right. And so, like the first Lost Profits album came out, and I was like, "Did you have really good? Did you have Frosted Tips?" Uh, no, no, I was okay. not a Frosted Tips. Guy. Okay, sorry, sorry, I had to ask. Yeah. It's too early two no, thousands. I understand. No, no, continue. I, was, I, I wasn't that cool. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> so I was like, Lost Profits are good, and again, this was just their first album. Right. I didn't know this dude was like a huge right. pedophile manipulator, yep, yep. like whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, I was at the show, and I was just like. It, it was at a, a dual place. So what, what the, it was like, uh, it was all ages, but the, like little under 18 or whoever, like could go like below the bar and like up to the stage. Right. And then above was like 21 and older. There was a bar like above your head. And so that was also problematic because like 21 year olds or people that were drunk would like throw shit onto the right. all ages yeah. kids. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I was in the all ages section. I think I was probably like 20 or some shit. And like, it was like one of their last songs. And I was like, I'll go down and mosh because I haven't moshed in a while. And like, whatever, right? <laughs> I, go, I go down and I'm like waiting for the next song to start. And I kind of parked myself in front of this like bigger red head. I don't, I'm going to assume she was a female. Okay. I'm sorry if this is like, yeah. Anyways, I'm like, oh, but I don't want to stand right in front of her. <laughs> So I'll just kind of stand off, you know, and she was a lot taller than me. And so I was like, whatever. And so I kind of stand there for a second. For those listening who can't see him, John's using his hands quite a bit. He's putting his hands above his head like the YMCA describing how tall she's like. She's like she's like a half foot taller than me. I picture Missy Vaughn from Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yes, yes. Okay. But but she was probably like in her like early 20s. So she was just big. Okay. Okay. So go ahead. Sorry. And so I'm like, eh, I'm waiting and waiting. I'm like, I, you know, I don't want to be in this person's way. Wait and wait and wait. As soon as the singer just started talking on the microphone, she grabbed me by the back of the head <laughs> and just started punching me <laughs> as hard as she could. And for no, literally show. no reason. Yeah. And I was just like, what is happening? <laughs> and I didn't even, I didn't even get mad because the song started and then everybody moshed. But she, yeah. I, from what I could gather, like she was so excited. And I was the closest thing that she just grabbed me and started just like beating the shit out of me. Because once I moved, she didn't follow me anywhere. Right. Because I was like, oh, God, I'm not moshing. Right. I don't think so. I don't know. So like she starts beating the shit out of me and the song starts and I'm like, fuck this noise. And I get out. She doesn't look at me like, you know, where the fuck did he go? I'm going to beat this guy's ass. She just jumps right into the pit. Like she was just <laughs> waiting, and I got too close, and she you got, got too high. Yeah, yeah. I got punched in the back of the head a bunch of times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I got um, okay. So with the crowd, before you get to your other story, yeah. uh, the only time, and I think I even talked about this on the first episode, maybe. Uh, the Misfits reunion at Riot yes. Fest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and again, if I've talked about it, I'll make it super quick, but it has Doesn't to be matter. talked about. Um, the the thing that happened in Astral World, World, for those who don't know or has been under a rock, a whole bunch of people was killed, injured Trampled. because people were rushed, rushing the stage at this open, in a festival, it's open, there's no seating, it's just an open field. And yeah. okay. Um, I'm, I don't know the size of that particular festival, but I'm willing to bet that the Misfits things had more people than 50,000. Okay. Okay. Um, and now, of course, I wanted a close spot, but I knew from my own show etiquette not to get in the front. 
Yep. You know, so I was kind of yep. off to the side. Yep. Um, and they did this stupid countdown thing, just like the um, Travis Scott did, and that just people go lose their minds when there's a countdown. Yep. Um, when the countdown or whatever they did um, come come on, and the Misfits logo come up onto the screen. Everyone started rushing the stage, and I'm a big dude. I'm like six foot two, right? Probably like two fifty. Yeah. Um. So I'm a super big dude, and not easily all- moved. Right, and I'm a big guy. You know, I'm not like a yeah. tall, lanky guy. I'm just a big dude. And um, I was moving towards the stage, and I wasn't moving. It was just the people behind me that was pushing me, and that was the most unnatural, horrifying feeling I i've imagine. ever, ever experienced and i remember just like panic of me just trying to get to the wall just so i can get to the back and i l- luckily i did right. i don't there was no injuries or deaths or anything there but right just that and i was i was probably in the middle like i wasn't even real close to the front and i wasn't all the way in the back right. and that's how much people was going now picture yeah. the kids that was in the front I you know, know what i mean dude. yeah i know like yeah so that was my scary experience of being pushed now i've accidentally ended up in <laughs> pits and stuff i don't like that sort of thing i don't no. like to do things that hurt typically no. um <laughs> i saw i saw uh suicidal uh, uh suicidal tendencies one time yeah. and they kicked up like that dust storm thing yeah and i almost died because i have asthma and it was just me trying <laughs> to leave like... you know and i'm like yeah. i don't know if i'm it's, okay it's picture like the tasmanian devil cartoon yeah you know how he's yeah. like that tornado and yeah it's just like you see like yeah. the garbage going all around yeah, that's yeah. what it looks like when you're in the dust storm pit so you don't you got like vertigo so you don't know yeah. which direction you're going and <laughs> uh, oh, so that yeah i've done that before but um yeah but yeah like it's this type of stuff but like if i would fall down i knew i would i would just die yeah like there was there's no getting around that you you're dead if you, yep. if you fall down, that's why you don't want to get you know when someone drops you pick them up yep all right are you ready for my story give me your good story okay i wasn't i didn't run this show i did okay. not run this show but my very good friend who i talked to almost daily at least like three times a week and he he just finished a tour with Kiss on Live Nation. Okay, so like cool. he is like a, a thing. We Anyways, can't give names on like band names or no? No, in case I share okay. something. Like I don't want to. Okay, like... got it. All right, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Anyway, so back in the day, he was still doing local production. And um, this was a Slayer show. Oh, nice. And this was at a venue called Salt Air. And uh, I actually explained to our mutual friend, Kendon, about Salt Air. And it's just this really kind of insane place. But uh in utah there's the the great salt lake right like this mm-hmm. inner kind of just cesspool like it never drains it smells terrible it's fucking <laughs> gross nothing can live in it because it's pure salt so it's just like brine shrimp and seagulls right. and shit like that it's disgusting right. but there's this venue that started out in like the early 1800s it was like a carnival and you would take the train out to salt air which is probably like a half hour from salt lake salt lake city and you'd like you know, do fair shit and whatever. Right. And then over the years it would like burn to the ground or get flooded by the salt lake and then get rebuilt, get burned to the ground, like just really crazy shit. Right. Mm -hmm. So eventually they stopped putting water into the salt lake to the point where they could build a concert venue, like literally right next to the fucking lake. It's disgusting. That's a great idea. Yeah. And if you look it up, I would actually, as I'm talking about this, I would look up salt air. It's basically like it's the architecture looks like it's Russian kind of, or like, uh, 
Parisian or not Parisian, like I don't know. You'd have to look. Like it kind of looks Russian-y is kind of what I want to say. Like there's big like onion tops on top of the columns and shit. Oh great. It's it's the end boss for a video game. Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> um, boss's layer. <laughs> anyways, so this is where that show was at, just to kind of set the tone and like right. whatever, right? So it was a Slayer show and I don't know. I want to say like 90s, so I don't know what lineup it was or what tour it was. But some fucking guy in the mosh pit got his ear torn off. Jesus. His ear. They fucking... Do you know how hard it is to tear cartilage off of body? Uh, I would say that it's quite hard. Not bit. He got his ear removed from his head in the mosh pit. Jesus. (laughs) Yeah, like the paramedics were like, "How the fuck did this happen? Did you fall over? Like, what happened?" And the Slayer, yeah, it was was just like blood. I was in the fucking pit and Slayer, and someone tore my fucking ear off. Yeah. Oh my god. (laughs) He said it was just horror show, like just blood, just yeah, blood everywhere. And because there wasn't like a serious injury, everyone was covered in it, and no one knew like where the blood was from. God. So they're like trying to figure out the fuck's going on in the pit. No one's physically hurt besides the dude missing an ear. (sighs) And everyone's covered in blood. (laughs) Oh my god. It's like... (sighs) Um, I looked it up while you were talking and this thing looks like something you'd see out of like Super Mario Brothers 2. (laughs) Like, you know the game where you you throw the turnips and all that? That's what this venue looks like. It looks like it's like in Turkey or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've I've basically lived out there for years when I had to rent shows. It was hell on earth, dude. It's right on the lake. Yeah. Yeah. Like if the lake fills up too much, it floods the place. Oh yeah. There you go. Very up to code. This, (laughs) this place. So this guy, did he ever find his ear? (laughs) They found the ear. They couldn't attach it because it was like, well, obviously they hadn't moved. Yeah. Right. Oh my. So he took the ear, but yeah, I think they probably just threw it away. (laughs) <laughs> oh man ah uh, well when i saw slayer i just it was just one of those things that it was i was just closer than i really realized and right th- it's now i saw them like a couple of years ago so it wasn't like they were in their youth you know right, so i imagine right. the crowd was probably a lot different but right. um just trying to get out and away from danger it it looked like the cover art from doom <laughs> that's, yeah <laughs> that's what, i mean i was getting punched in the face i got yeah. punched in the ear or kicked in the i don't know yeah it was a night i lost my hat i fell out of one of <laughs> yeah. my shoes I yeah mean, you know yeah. someone's been in the pit where they come waltzing by with like a saggy sock and only one shoe on yeah i remember when i when i left i felt like my jaw was dislocated i know it wasn't but like it was right. it's that thing like where you get punched in the face where it feels like it dis- it hurts so bad it feels like it disfigured your face yeah. but it's probably like inflammation or something yeah, i don't yeah. know but it's like oh is my this is my jaw now yeah <laughs> maybe we should change our podcast to scared white guys in the back or something like yeah that. well see that's the thing too like those are times that I, I wasn't in the back like this is yeah. why you go to the back because oh, yeah. if you can't handle it don't go up there I'll go like mid to back section just in, if I feel comfortable. But if, if I, I'm fine, like I'll get closer to the front as long as you're as tall as though. You can hang out in the back. I'm not as tall, so I have to like yeah. kind of like 
I like to be by a wall though, like not to be crushed by the wall, but like if you're in an outside place, you know, you can climb yeah. a friggin' fence if you had to. Like, yeah. I'd get yeah. punched out by security rather than get trampled <laughs> on by a hundred thousand yeah. people. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, know. I guess to close it off, like the Travis Scott things fucked up, and I just feel like there's not one person to blame. It's like right. security, it's production, it's him, it's. You know the venue, People, the like, audience, the audience. Yeah, I mean, I uh, say that with no no disrespect to the people that lost their lives. I'm just saying, like the crowd, like they're just inexperienced, and this is not, this really isn't their scene yet. But I mean, ultimately, you can't blame it on the crowd. I mean, you're, no, no, you no, go no. to a show knowing that there's fun. protocols and systems in place. Right. And... You go to a show to have fun. No one's thinking about like, oh, what if I die? Like, yeah. no one should be thinking of that. That, but yeah, yeah. I, I kind of wish that people would just kind of chill on who's at fault because it's a, a lot of people's at fault. It's everyone's. I you mean, know? it's everyone's to a certain extent. You know, you put the crowd probably on the bottom of the list. And yeah, then, definitely. And then it just kind of goes from the top down, in my opinion, or maybe middle to, I don't know. I wasn't I've, there, so I don't know. Right. Um, I saw that YouTube video uh, about Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam when those those nine or 10 people got killed in Denmark or something. I think it was. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was definitely in Europe and I can't remember what country. It was, I, I think yeah. it was in Denmark, but like, I guess uh, that like really, really like screwed Eddie Vedder up. Like he's yeah. like really, really screwed up about that. Like, just, oh, yeah. And there's I mean, a YouTube it, video and he's like, Hey, look, everybody take three steps back. And yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, I'm like, I, I, I made this, terrible joke the other day and i don't even mean it to be a joke but it kind of is true is my wife's been like really kind of following the travis scott thing even though she doesn't right. really follow music or whatever and you know she's keeping me like more up to date than i really care to be and <laughs> <laughs> i mean because like when you work in the industry you're just kind of like someone fucked up and and you don't want to like research it because it just kind of bums you out right in my opinion mm-hmm and so I was, you know, and I texted friends and they're kind of like, yeah, I don't know and whatever. But um, I made this terrible joke that it's like, you're not like an actually like big band or artist until you've killed someone at your concert. Uh, like you can go through a pretty decent list and like hmm. people have died at your show. Well, Do you know I, what I mean? Like, Right. Exactly. I mean, this isn't nothing new. I mean, this isn't like, no. I, even though it's terrible, I'm not diminishing the impact of 10 like, people dying. Radio, radio had a stage collapse, and I think like one of their guys died, like one of their production managers or something yeah. like that. Like, it's the Rolling a common Stones, thing. I'm sure. Like, well, I'm I just mean, saying, like, that's your like thing. Like, oh, yeah, someone died at one of my shows. You know, that makes when, you like a. When you put like. When you put like 150,000 people all in one area, there's going to be injuries. Yeah, there's, exactly. The yeah. more people, the more the higher that risk goes up. I mean, yeah. It's a bummer. At least it wasn't like the Hell's Angels thing. Speaking yeah. Rolling Stones. I mean, Here, here's your here's your crushed monocle PSA. Stand in the back if you can. Don't go up front. Yeah, just it's don't. not that good up there. Don't trust you, us. It's look, not that good. You can't hear anyway. Your ears hurt afterwards. Like, see that's what, see that's what the young people need to take take an account here. Yeah. We're talking about etiquette, like these inexperienced <laughs> babies. Look, there's nothing for you at the front. The there's band's nothing, not there's gonna nothing pull up you there at the stage. front. You know, there's nothing up. The, there's nothing at the front but discomfort and terror, and pain. 
Yes. Right. In pain. Yes. Fearing for your life. Unless you're that <laughs> that one stupid group with the lady that peed on the dude on stage that everybody's Yo! talking about. Yes, I'm so glad we got to this. Oh my god. I, I saw the video on Twitter, but I didn't know the band. I thought it was Miley Cyrus. I'm like, man, what's Hannah Montana doing now? But it was it's not her. It's... Okay. So Isaac sends me this clip and he's like, <laughs> This is how he's this is how he sends it in context. He's uh-huh. like, Hey man. Did you see that video of the brass cover band of Rage peeing on some guy's face? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, hold on a sec. I'm like, okay. So he sends me this clip. You had no but, idea it was going to be like on a stage at a show. No, well, he sends me this clip and I I, I was like, okay, I, you know, I'm, I'm ready for this, right? He sends me a clip. The first clip he sends me has no volume. Mm-hmm. So it's just this like quiet video and there's no context before or after. Right. It's just her like pulling her pants down, pissing, and the dude just being like, fuck yes, fuck yeah. And I'm like, okay, yeah. well, every, this is a consensual thing that's happening. Like everyone yeah. seems to be having a really good time. That's fine. So then as I do when I see something upsetting, I like oh, hyperanalyze it. So I'm like, oh God, what was, I don't understand. Yeah, this. you got to go research yeah. and see what happened <laughs> yeah. leading up to it. Yeah. And so I'm like, Isaac, dude, this fucking clip has no volume. And he immediately sends me one with volume. And I'm like, okay. So I watched the entire thing. And from what I could tell, and I don't know if this is like obvious, but there was a guy in the crowd that was close, like up front, right? Mm. And he had a beer can. That he had like stuck to his forehead. <sighs> and he had spent the entire time, like, I don't think he was necessarily asking to be pissed on. I'm not 100% sure. But he had been like, ah, right? Like, then he's like a big, like, white, like, biker dude. Yeah, this and, is why white people shouldn't go to shows. <laughs> and, like, for anybody that doesn't know this band, I think they're called, like, Brass Against the Machine or something like that. Or... Yeah, Brass Against. I didn't know they were a cover band. I yeah. thought it was just some. I don't know. If anybody doesn't know, they're like a kind of brass related Rage Against Machine cover band. And their singer is, I think, African-American, but I'm not sure. Female, probably like 30s or something. Look up the video. I'm sure it's easy to find. Anyways, so this big fucking white guy that looks like he lives in his mom's basement. He's got his fucking like tall boy beer can like stuck as, to his forehead. As you would with a <laughs> beer can on your head. And I don't know if there was dialogue between or whatever, but you can see before it all happens, she's like in the middle of a breakdown and she's like, bring that fucking guy up here. I'm going to piss in this motherfucker's mouth. <laughs> oh and he's God. like, fuck yes. Like, fuck yes. And so, you know, security <sighs> brings him over the rail. They get him over the thing. And the viral clip that you can see is just her just blasting down his neck pretty much, right? There's like a guar amount yeah. of pee. Yeah, so of much hot, pee. steaming So much pee. pee. Like yeah. smoke and everything. But if you pay close attention, when he first lays down, the idea was he, ha- he puts the beer can on his head. So the uh-huh. idea is she's supposed to pee in the beer can while he lays on the ground. But... She lines it up into a way which I don't think she had any attention going for the beer can where maybe he did because <laughs> he brought the beer can with him. And <laughs> but yeah, that was that was. Uh, it's disgusting. It was amazing. No, it's disgusting. 
I mean, people, it's pretty great. People's out there losing their lives at Astro World, <laughs> and then there's like this dude at the other end of the country getting peed on. But what? Who I thought was Miley Cyrus? <laughs> no, man, it's the, the Rage Brass Instrument. Lady. Yeah, yeah, I see that now. But I'm just saying, like, that's what I thought it was at first, and like a guar size of amount so of much pee, pee dude just splatter all been, over the place she had to have been holding that for a minute that was a lot of urine that was a lot of urine it was a all over man it was a big smoky he was so happy after red he, she was done though. red hot pee everyone was happy everyone had a good time i like how they also made like the statement like this is not who we are as a band really i mean she's only done it this one time i mean that dude is super happy about it. Hey, I I think you know what? I think going forward it should be a every concert thing. Well, yeah, but now it'll be like that. What's the name of the group that had that did all the the videos on the the trampoline not trampolines, uh treadmills? Uh okay, go or okay, something. Okay, go. Uh, yeah, okay, go. Remember how like now everyone wants them to do wild stuff when they play live or do videos, so every it's not even about a band anymore. Now it's No, it's not theatrics. Right, so now that's what that band's going to be. It's like, what are we going to do that's gross this time? Who are we going to pee on? Look, look, next time they go to Chicago, I'll fly in. I'll use every contact I have available. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to get you on stage, and I'm going to let the rage brass lady pee on you. I am not going to be peed on. I won't. I can't. I'll, I'll gross. Do I'll I, do it. Do it. I'll film it. From a safe distance, (laughs) where there's no guar amount, you know. Okay, if I'm being peed on, then you have to come to Utah. I'm not traveling for that. Do I have to go to the Salt Air venue? Yes. Okay. Yes, you're gonna watch me get pissed on at Salt Air. Yeah, (laughs) I'll do that. Okay, perfect. (laughs) I'm excited. I'm gonna look up their tour dates right now. So what's happening? <laughs> I wonder what's happening with them though. Like, is this a negative press for them, or is this positive? So it's press? turning into like eventually, like eventually. I mean, obviously, obviously, this is big press. Like, you've never heard of this band before, no, right? No, right. I've heard of them in passing because Isaac, who I think kind of follows these guys, had sent me a video of them on YouTube covering like a Tool song. Okay. So apparently, that's the whole thing. Is like they're brass, but they cover like metal. Right. Okay. So, but they so don't use guitars. Right. Yeah, there's drums, but like there's no guitars, so they do it all with like brass instruments. I mean, that's cool. I mean, that's a thing, but it's it's a cover band. I don't like cover bands. No, Sorry. it's like that. Remember that Ned Flanders thing? What was it's the like Ned a, Flanders thing? It's like a metal band that does like they're all dressed like Ned Flanders. Uh-uh. I, I it's I don't know. I've never heard them, but it's some kind of Ned Flanders themed band. It's like a real gimmicky. Yeah. Type of thing. But there's no peeing. There's no peeing. Yeah. So anytime Brass Against comes to Utah, I'm letting you know months in advance. That's a cool band name too, Brass Against. Yeah. And like the, the singer's really talented. It's yeah. She just got a little wild. And the thing is, is she drank a okay, lot. <laughs> did she drink? Yeah, she drank a lot of I something. mean clearly she yeah. it was clearly several gallons that she but i mean here's the thing is like the the fact that like the cops are now getting involved just seems like a little ridiculous like yeah because like you know when jim morrison exposed himself even though that was the early 70s or late 60s like he was banned from ever performing in certain states ever again it was like florida or some shit it's right now that's like they don't care down there now please thank you 
It's <laughs> expected. Florida man yeah. flashes yeah. genitalia. I myself would like to get banned from Florida. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just as an excuse so you never yeah. get tempted to go. Yeah. Just, uh, just anything. It's fine. Yeah, but like <laughs> seriously, but like didn't like Ramstein and all those or tools. So or... many people have done so uh Marilyn it... Manson got did, uh, got banned from Utah. I think he still is banned, or maybe no, he's played a show since, but he got banned for like a decade for like tearing up the Book of Mormon when he was the opening app for Nine Inch Nails, like back in '96 or something. Like so edgy. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But I mean, but I mean, the thing that I'm worried about with the cops getting involved is like trying to charge her as like you know being lewd or like put her on the sex offender list or just some yeah, because it's consensual. Wild shit. Yeah, I mean, like, exactly. Right. But I mean, you know, I guess you have to think that there maybe were kids in the audience. I don't know. There goes the all ages thing again. See, if yeah. there was a 10 year old in that audience, then she's on the sex offenders list. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. That's a man, slow. All the headlines for this are so bad. Like the New York Post calling her a disgusting rocker. Like that just seems like that's not who she is. She just is like she got a little crazy. She's not disgusting. I mean, getting heat on is disgusting, but it was clearly that dude's kink. Like he was all for it. He hey, had man. a good time. So we like, can't be kink. We can't be kink shaming on the uh, on the crush monocle. Right. Podcast, so that's okay? not. So I mean, it would be disgusting for someone to pee on me, but that would be me. So I can't call that lady disgusting. Watch that, how excited I, that participant was after it ended. He was fucking oh, thrilled. Homeboy, thrilled. Was like, it, it was euphoria. Yeah, he had his biker vest on. Yeah, he was rocking some jorts. I noticed that. Yeah, and he also had ankle high socks with like low top shoes. He was living the fucking dream. That's what you wear to a brass <laughs> cover band. Yeah, hundred percent. Soccer <laughs> socks. <laughs> Soccer socks. <laughs> and your dad's biker vest. <laughs> your dad's biker vest. That you uh, just got piss all over. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be really upset. <laughs> Especially when he sees you on the news. <laughs> Is that Gary? That's Gary. He's like, that's my best. Yeah. You know? Son, I'm part of the Houston fucking hampers biker. I can't well, even think of a good biker name. Wait, hold up. Hold up. Was that in Houston also? It was in Texas. I swear <gasps> to God, dude. I swear Are to God. Are you serious? I'm it pretty sure. Not a, I, November's I'm, not a good time for Texas and shows. Uh, Texas is just not a good I mean, it te- you know. I mean, shout well, out to all of our Texas, you know, associates with the site. But I mean, yes, I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Don't get peed on unless you want to, and then that's okay. Okay, hold on, hold on. I'm reading like extra things. Okay, so I can't. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It for the, those who can't see what's going on, John is reading uh, <laughs> on an open browser, and he's like reading wicked fast. <laughs> okay, can you look up where Rockville is while I like read this really quick? Uh, I don't know where it is, but I want to go there. <laughs> okay, so according to Brass Against His Twitter, okay, uh. We had a great time last night. Welcome to Rockville. Sophia got carried away. That's not something the rest of us expected. <laughs> it's it's not something you'll see again at our shows. Thanks for bringing it last night, Daytona. So they were in Daytona, so Florida. So they were. In oh, Florida. okay. I looked up Rockville, and it's in DC. So they probably went from Daytona to DC. Okay, but check this out. It's re- It's near Rollins Park. <laughs> 
what would Henry Rollins do in that situation? Do you think he'd be for audience members getting Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. If no. if Henry Rollins isn't for that, then I'm not for Henry Rollins. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. Okay, this is the ending. Are you ready? Right, hit me with it. From Brass Against His Twitter. So mm-hmm. I just said, you know, thanks for bringing it last night, Daytona, which apparently Daytona brought it, right? Okay. Sophia actually cleaned it up herself after the set. Lysol and paper towels. So the crew didn't even clean it up. Uh, and she... why would they? Yeah. Well, I mean, at least she wasn't like. No, no, that's great. Not diva. It's not diva. That's at all. some like, self awareness. Right. I made this huge mess, so I'm going to clean it up. That's respectable. I'm going to clean up my own pee. That's cool. You can't be mad at her. No, I don't. I, it's great. I think she's a hero. Yeah. <laughs> I I mean, I mean that dude, he was a trooper. He wanted to get peed on. He got peed on. He had a good time doing it. So. I mean, that fucking guy's living the dream. If that, look, li- listen, listen to me. Listen to me. If if you have a pee fetish, let, and we just have to go ahead and assume this guy was okay with that, right? Right. Right. If you have that type of like, if that's your vibe at all, right? You literally got pulled onto a stage and got peed on by a beautiful woman in front of like thousands of people. That's awesome. And a band that you clearly, at least remotely, like, or at least you like. You wouldn't be in the machine. Yeah. 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 You wouldn't like fasten the tall boy to your forehead. Nope. You got you. You're living that dream. Oh man, that's just. But they've kind of been zero, zero dark thirty since November twelfth when they talked about getting PP action going. So I wonder if they don't want to be associated with that. I mean, that's clearly good press for them. But I mean, like, yeah, I mean, it's a fine line. I think, I think that's the problem. It's like one, what they did, what she did, or whatever was illegal, obviously, right. and like a violation of like terms of service, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So there's like a fine line between like. Embracing the publicity, making it a gimmick, like you said, mm-hmm. and then like also still being taken seriously as like a band and not. But it's still a cover band. Yeah, Are you're you really a, supposed to. Take you're already serious? gimmicky. You're a brass against the machine cover band. Look, that's lame. It's so super I fucking think, lame. Yeah, being having a singer who's willing to pee on somebody. That makes them cooler, but it's still at the end of the day a cover band. Okay, they. If I had to give them a coolness factor from one to ten, Brass Against the Machine before the P incident was like a three five. Okay. Post P seven. A seven. Okay. Yeah. Six and a half. Seven. Six point seven five. Right. I mean, it would be different. It would not be cool if they peed on somebody who didn't want to be peed on. Oh, no, we can't go there. But Brass Against the Machine would never do something like that. They have morals. No, no, right, exactly. <laughs> that guy was <laughs> it was very a consen- It was a consent. It was all consensual. Right. So it's hard, to, uh, it's hard to hate on them. Okay, where do you put them on the coolness factor pre-P and post-P? Pre-P, I put them on zero. Because you didn't even know stuck. about them. And I didn't, you didn't know, even I thought know about them. I seriously, when I saw the video, I thought it was Miley Cyrus. <laughs> I don't know if it was the hair or the clothes or I'm like, man, this chick is trying super hard. Like, <laughs> come on. 
Can you imagine if Miley Cyrus did this instead of her? Oh, like her record sales would be through the roof. Yeah. And also like maybe being canceled or not. I'm not no. sure. I don't even know how that would go. go. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So give me brass against post P coolness factor. So we went from a zero to post P. Um, I'm going to say seven or eight, not bec- okay. basically yes. because yes. Uh, yes. it was consensual. Okay. So that's cool. Yeah. Uh, she clearly made that guy's dreams come true. Yeah. That's cool. And yeah. then she cleaned it up herself. But she totally cleaned ball. it up. She totally cleaned so, it up. That's pretty freaking cool. Yeah. So if uh, brass against lady, if you're listening, we think you're rad at the Crush Monocle podcast. Her name is Sophia Arista. U R I S T A. So yeah, there we go. Can we end on PP note? We can end on. I kind of have to pee because I've been drinking a and gallon of water. Since... And you've been sitting here for an hour and a half watching yeah. me eat nerds. I don't have nerds, but I have like Walmart brand purified water. So I have this beer that I forgot to drink. Oh, cool. What kind is it? Um, I don't know. I don't know nothing about it. So, I mean, like... Matt, if you're listening, I'm drinking a Uinta Caravan double IPA. Uh, for those who don't know, Matt is a contributor to the site, and he is super cool. One of the coolest people Did in the universe. Did you know he tore his fucking Achilles? What is it? He tore his Achilles. When? A couple months ago. Yeah? Yeah. I, didn't he, like, mess his knee up or something with soccer last year or year before? Uh, he tore his Achilles, like, doing soccer somewhat recently. He needs to quit with soccer. That's kind of what I was thinking. And he's all mad. He keeps complaining because he wants to go to shows and he can't because he has to be in a boot and like a an extra thing on his other foot to keep his hips level. He showed me. <gasps> oh, no. But he went to a fucking like one day festival like two days ago or last weekend. All these people's going to shows and I'm too scared to go. I went and well, saw Portrayal of Guilt. Yeah. Was it good? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not a huge fan, but they're good. Yeah. How was the environment? That was fine. There's this little dumbass venue in uh, Salt Lake City called um, Kilby Court. Okay. It's all ages. Your favorite. But it's basically like a shed outside. Okay. So there's a shed, there's power, there's heat, and then there's like a little tiny shed off to the side where they can sell merch. That's cool, actually. Yeah, and there's like a little fire pit, and like, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's basically an outside show. I don't know. I don't know the band. What kind of music is it? Uh, Betrayal of Gil is like, I guess, progressive black metal, which is why I'm not a huge fan because I don't really like black metal. But they throw enough like uh, random like shoegazy, other type metal, kind of grungy elements into it to make it cool. Yeah, somewhat entertaining. So Shoegaze, I'm all about it. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I mean, it's more black metal but I mean, if you can get past the vocals and the like, then... There's some good there's some good spots in there. Tommy so, gun drums. Yep, Tommy gun drums, exactly. That's okay. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't I don't have I I had tickets to see again, bring it up Exodus again. Exodus, Testament, and Overkill. Mm-hmm. Um they were playing like five minutes from my house at yeah. a, an arena, but they uh they I had tickets, they canceled them. They canceled the whole show. Yeah. I don't know if someone in one of the bands had COVID or something, but yeah, so in order to get into the Betrayal of Guilt show, you had to like show proof of vaccination, not even a negative test. So you had to be like yeah. vaccinated to get in. Oh, that's cool. 
here yeah. at the Crush Monocle Podcast, we encourage everyone to get vaccinated. <laughs> yep. Everybody go get your boosters. I got boosted the other day. Did you? I, I, I haven't booked mine yet. We're going to get the – I have five-year-old twins audience, and mm-hmm. they are getting their vaccination on Saturday. So once that's done, I am up for my booster. Here at Crush Monocle Podcast, we <laughs> encourage everyone to get their children vaccinated. <laughs> Brought to you by ushealthcare.gov.org. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I got my I got my booster, and uh, what, the first did shot you I have got... like shitty side symptoms? Like I heard the third shot, like you get like kind of fucked up afterwards. Nope, kind of like the second. I shot. you were good. I got a really bad headache, but I think that's just life. Anyway, I probably would have had a headache whenever I had the shot. But um, like my armpits kind of hurt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But like, and I'm not like it wasn't like a thing that was like a symptom. I mean, like something I could actually complain about but like you know how like when you got the shot how your arm hurt like it's like like mike yeah. tyson punched your arm okay yeah. but like my like under my arm hurt it I, the, it was they were implanting the microchip so deep that the needle yeah. went through your entire arm and they implanted it between your ribs next to your right. lung yep yeah that's how that is that's the nanotechnology that's how it attaches Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually, you can't see it, but, um, I actually have like a Jarvis screen in front of my face right now mm-hmm. that I'm controlling the audio of the podcast because mm-hmm. of the nano oh, chip wow. in the booster. Yeah. yeah it's and it does cool. a really good job, like a better job at tracking you better than your cell phone. Right. Oh yeah. Cause I think this is like 5g my phone. I don't, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's kind of spotty with 5g. So, right. But your chip's always connected. Right? Always. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, its I, own I, Wi-Fi hotspot. I can charge my phone by holding it in my hand. I mean, <laughs> I'm connecting to Bluetooth things all throughout the day. You know? Can we can we title this podcast when we publish it? The crushed monocle, crushed monocle anti-vax episode. No, because then it'll hurt our vibe, man. I don't want to look at that and say, "Come on, it'll be so good." Maybe we can get on Joe Rogan. No. I hate Joe Rogan. <laughs> Me too, so bad. He's the worst. I, I just want to like, just I just want to kick him in the nuts. I want to throw like so when I don't like someone. This is look. I already said who, who my first wet dream was, so it's fine. This okay. is like John's confessional. This is how cool. we're going to end the episode. This is the new se- uh, segment <laughs> on the podcast that we confess a deep secret towards yeah. the end. Okay, so Sharon Stone was my first wet dream. Mm-hmm. I just want to repeat that. Uh, if you like the podcast, uh, rate and subscribe. And then in the comments, please tell us who your first wet dream was in the comments. Please. Yeah. Right. So I can please. Thank you. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> when I think about someone that I don't like, my thing is I want to throw a baseball really hard at their head. Yeah, I could see that. And and it makes that real loud cracking sound. Yeah, and then like watching their face, trying to figure out like where it came from. Yeah, so I want it to happened. be like a, like I don't want to be like caught for it. I want to like right. throw it as hard as I can, hit them pretty square, and then have them be like startled and hurt, and then like looking around for like who it was, and them having no idea that it was me. It's yeah, I, it's kind of like when you're like when you're a little kids, like some kid would just like hit the lights, and then someone would get punched. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I when I see someone I don't like, I just think about kicking them in the nuts. What if they don't have nuts? 
they still get kicked. Well, I mean, because it would be a hypothetical thing anyway. So, like, right. hypothetically, right. they'd be kicking the nuts. <laughs> if my uh, my uh, confessional is that I'm madly in love with Megan the Stallion. Oh yeah, I saw that on Facebook. <laughs> yes, she is the wife in my head. Like, <laughs> I asked her out on Twitter. I saw that. And uh, I'm waiting for her response. I thought did it was. Did you try a ho- her new Popeye sauce? That she I has? did. It is the and greatest is it? thing. It's the greatest thing I've ever eaten in my entire life. Is that what sealed the deal for you? No, I mean just her existence sealed the deal for me. But okay. I'm, but the hot but, sauce was definitely like on the pros list instead of the look, cons list. Look, look, the hottie sauce. The hottie sauce. Like, <laughs> that's what it's called. Believe the hype. <laughs> this this episode. Of Crush Monocle podcast is not sponsored by Popeye's Chicken or but Hottie it, Sauce or Hottie Sauce, but I'm be. sponsoring Hottie <laughs> Sauce, and yeah, it, I haven't had like, Hottie Sauce, and I'm backing him up on this. Okay, look, Hottie Sauce, like we don't eat Chick Fil A, right? Because okay. it's like no one likes Chick Fil A because they're of their politics, but right. they have like this sweet and sour sauce. I don't know yeah, if you've ever eaten. I think, I think they call it Polynesian sauce. Polynesian sauce. Okay. So it's very similar to the Polynesian sauce, only it's spicy. It's hottie sauce. Cause it's hottie sauce. <laughs> it's everything <laughs> Megan the stallion is. How long have you been in love? Uh, I don't know, man. It just keeps growing every day. So, like... but can you remember like a time? Or like uh, an incident where you were like, "This is my soulmate." It was. Is she your moon goddess? I don't know what that means, but yeah, sure. Have you ever seen uh, "Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead"? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so okay. do you remember like the like middle teen dude that had like the? He bought okay. the girl like the ring or something. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and Christina Applegate's like, "What the fuck." You can't just buy some random chick some big ass diamond. And he was like, "But she's my moon goddess." Oh right, yeah. He's like, she's like, get it back from her. He's like, I can't because diamonds are forever. Yeah, he calls her her moon goddess, and so that's the term that I use for like your ultimate crush is your moon goddess. Yeah, yeah. This is all. Yeah, I mean, it was it was probably seen her poster at Popeye's Chicken actually. Oh, so it's recent. Yeah, barely. You fell in love like two months ago. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. I I I asked her out on Twitter. Um, for those of you who are listening, I just <laughs> asked her if she would like to accompany me to a movie and ice cream after. And, and I have not got a response. But I think if she would read the tweet, she would think it'd be super wholesome, and she would take me up on the offer. Have you talked to her publicist? I have not, but I mean, that's probably creepy. I'm not a creep. I'm a lot of things, but I'm not a creep. Okay, but you can say, hey, just wondering. <laughs> publicist. <Yeah. laughs> You're talking to publicists like a junior high. Yeah. Ask her if she likes yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> One for yes, two for no. Mm-hmm. And totally use the site. Be like, hey, I'm a, yeah. I am the fucking senior editor for Beard and Gentleman <laughs> Podcast and for the website. Huh. And I am using all of my cred. To ask right. <laughs> Megan right. the Stallion out to ice cream in a movie. <laughs> yeah. And then I it would just be like one of those things like you always see happen, like these people it goes viral and they they end up going out with a fan or something. Are you doing this cute. to go viral or are you doing this for love? 
I'm doing it for love, man. Like she don't have to tell the world that we we went out. Okay, so if you guys cream. did this in private and you weren't allowed to tell anyone, would that be satisfactory? Absolutely. I'm what a if it was person. just a one time thing, no no other date? I mean, I'm kind of expecting that. I mean, who would go out with me twice? <laughs> I keep showing up for the podcast. That's true. <laughs> okay, hold on. One more hypothetical. What okay. movie? Uh, whatever the lady wants to see is what we'll see. Okay, let's say you guys were going out this weekend. Okay, and it was your choice. Ah, uh, um, I kind of want to see that uh, Holly. What's the Hollywood movie? One Night in Soho. Last what Night in Soho. What? Last Night in Soho. It's like a thriller from Edgar Wright. You're gonna. So you're gonna go artsy with it. Yeah. You're not going to... What if she hasn't seen Eternals yet? But it's super colorful, so she'd probably be like, hey, that looks cool. Oh, that's it's good. got that girl from that the witch movie. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, all right. Yeah. So you're not going to go... What if she's like, I haven't seen Eternals? You're not going to go basic and take her to Eternals? Oh, she can see whatever she wants. Well, okay, yeah. but I'm we'll saying you have Eternals. to pick. Okay, so you're saying you're going super artsy and taking her to The Last Night in Soho. Right. It's your pick, no matter what. Yeah, we'll do that. Because okay. I would feel that that movie's fun enough, and but not too long. It's not like Dune. Mm-hmm. You know, what if she's not a, an MCU person, you know? Right, right. Okay, okay. Okay, and then, this is the last one. What, okay, if she's like, order me ice cream, and I'm judging you on what ice cream you pick for yourself. What are you doing? Oh, man, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't go out with her. Okay, <laughs> but we have to be. I'm ready. I'm here to help you. Like if That's, this happens, I'm here. She's gonna judge me by my ice cream. She sounds superficial, man. No, she's not judging you. She says, "Oh, I don't. I like all ice cream, and I'm curious to see what flavor you're gonna pick." I don't want to be too basic, so I don't want to be like just chocolate or or just like you know. Are you gonna go moose tracks? Uh, I was gonna say something like pistachio, or <laughs> okay. something. Okay. So it shows okay. that I'm like I'm a common guy, but I'm just a little elevated, <laughs> okay. but not pretentious. You know? Are we going straight up like Baskin Robbins, or are we going to like some like cool place? No, we're going to someplace cool because she probably has Baskin Robbins wherever she's from. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Next question: What flavor? If she was like, pick me a flavor. I don't know. I don't want to pick ice cream for people, man. That's hard. You gotta do it. I'd I'd, I'd have to go with the moose tracks. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bold move, man. There's I mean, nuts. There's chocolate. There's caramel. There's all kinds of what you know. Whew, I like it. I like yeah, it. You gotta I cover like all it. bases, man. It's Megan the Stallion. Yeah, it's true. She she don't want nothing basic. She's got hottie sauce, man. That's true. Okay, what 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 or what ice cream would you order me since I'm the chaperone on the steak? Since I can't keep, I can't trust you. Um, I would get you something like, I don't know, like I like sherbets. Okay, yeah, then I will get you that multicolored one, <laughs> the rainbow sherbet. The rainbow sherbet. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I need That's it. Good stuff. That's it's good not stuff. the best, but it's good. It's fine. Yeah, the mad. lime is actually the best, but uh, the multicolored is good. Baskin Robbins has the neon blue one. It's called Daiquiri Ice, and it's so good. Oh, really? Cool. I, I don't think we have any Baskin Robbins here anymore. You don't have Baskin Robbins? I couldn't tell you the last time I saw one. Yeah. Uh, 
Well, Mormons use sugar as their like alcohol, so there's like a ton of oh, ice okay, cream cool. Here. Yeah. Oh. Like, Maybe I should be a Mormon. You probably could. I don't think you do anything that. Well, you can't watch rated R movies. Okay, I don't want to be a Mormon. Okay, well then you. Yeah, then the, that's not your lifestyle. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do we have in store for next episode? Um, I don't. Well, I have a guest lined up. But I don't want to jinx it. Okay. Just in case it doesn't fall, you know, it doesn't go through and it falls through or something like that. But we do have a guest for next week's, next month's episode. If we get this guest, it's going to be so much fun. If we get this guest, I have no idea how what I'm going to do. Like He's going to have to be able to do this. I think so. I think he would. Yeah. We're going to have cool. to test him on his showgirls trivia. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll post the He email might have some insider. Like he was kind of like a little bit in the industry then. Yeah, a little bit. He was talking to me the innocent yeah. messenger and you know. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. I mean, I don't know if he's cool to name drop like that, but if he is, we'll try to I'm asking about showgirls. I can't not. We have to. It's a thing. We have to do it. We, have we to even it. asked uh, Brandon about it the la- on last month's episode. He Shout out to the... Brandon. Yes, Brandon needs to come amazing, back. Amazing, amazing guest. Thank you so much. Yes. We need to have Brandon back on the show. We need to get Matt in here. I would love to have Kendon, even though he would probably just... He won't do it. I already no, asked him. He, he said no. Yeah. You said he, he, he 100% told me no. I was yeah. like, you should be on the podcast. He was like, no, I'm not going to. Yeah, he told me the same thing. But if Kendon's listening to this, we love you, Kendon. We just want what what's best for you. We don't love you anymore. Don't listen to him. He's lying. It's the nerds talking. all right so i guess we will wrap this up um please like and subscribe uh share with your friends and your grandmas Um, yeah and then in the comments tell us what your first wet dream was yes and look man who was in it try to retweet my uh my date request with megan the stallion make that go viral Mm, yeah everybody follow coop on twitter it's like A A R X N eighty two. Did I get That's it? That's me. Yeah. On Twitter and retweet his uh, hook, hook me up with Megan the Stallion. Yeah, his offer. We'll just talk to her publicist. Fuck it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we don't even big, need. Is she a big star? Fuck yeah, she's big. She got no, no. hottie sauce. I know she's got hottie sauce, but I mean, is that like is that like top tier? Yeah. So she's like. The new-ish Minaj. Okay. She's cooler yeah. than her. Well, yeah. And then who's the other one? The other one. Yeah, the, she's I, like Minaj, but she has... A, what was her name? Cardi B? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. She's cool. So it goes like Minaj, Cardi B, Megan the Stallion. And I think Megan the Stallion is like... He's, she's coming up. Okay. I think. <laughs> Minaj might be falling off and it might just be Cardi B... Megan the Stallion, but I mean th- that's the tier we're talking about right there. Right. See, this would be like a thing, you know, like Cardi B and Megan the Stallion hangs out with this really dorky white dude. Yeah. Went to the Exodus show. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to teach Megan the Stallion about Exodus. Do you know how much street cred street cred she would get if she went to the Exodus show with you? That would be awesome. I bet she knows who Exodus is. I don't think so. Okay, so we're going to wrap this up. Or we'll probably have to do a lot of editing here because me and John have 
went a little nuts. <laughs> What's new? Please like and subscribe and share. Smash the like button. I don't know what you're supposed to do at podcasts, but yep. um, this has been the Crush Monocle <laughs> Podcast. I'm Coop. This is John. And uh, thank you for listening. And um, yeah. Peace Thanks, out. everybody. Peace out.